The Public News Service Go Newscast, July the 4th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. July 4th celebrates the founding of the U.S. democracy, and Eric Tegedoff reports some say it is time to recommit to defending that democracy. In the wake of the big lie that the 2020 election was stolen and the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, folks like Nancy Leifer at the League of Women Voters of Montana are concerned about the state of the country's representative government. She says in Montana, there's also been talk that elections can't be trusted. There is absolutely nothing going on here that warrants that. It's just this narrative that these folks have come up with who don't want to admit that the views that they have are not well supported by the majority of Americans. Voter fraud is very rare in the United States. In January, two women who are citizens of the Philippines voted in a Montana election and were subsequently arrested. Before that, the Heritage Foundation database of election fraud stretching back to 1979 shows just one conviction in Montana for fraudulent use of absentee ballots. However, Leifer says the Montana legislature passed a number of laws that restrict access to voting based on the false narrative of widespread election fraud. And this is a midterm election year, but many are still focused on the 2020 election, which some have claimed without evidence was stolen. Alicia Abbott with the Idaho 97 Project says one unfortunate side effect of rampant misinformation is that some voters have tuned out. We've let misinformation about election results and public health run amok. And now we are living in an era where people are very apathetic. They're overwhelmed with how much contention there is in this scorched earth politics. The Idaho 97 Project was formed in 2020 in response to those contentious public health meetings about COVID-19 in order to combat disinformation about the pandemic. According to a recent Yahoo survey, nearly 60% of Americans think the U.S. is becoming a less democratic nation. Now from CBS News, a black man shot and killed by Akron police officers in a hail of bullets following a vehicle and foot pursuit He was unarmed at the time of the shooting, but a shot appeared to come from a vehicle during the pursuit. Officers said they feared he was preparing to fire when they discharged their weapons. CBS notes police on Sunday released video that the mayor called heartbreaking of the pursuit and the shooting of Jalen Walker, who was 25. The mayor pleaded for peace and patience from the community while the state investigation into the shooting continues. This is PNS. Environmental groups are criticizing a Supreme Court decision that narrows the EPA's scope in regulating carbon emissions from power plants. Some say the opinion runs counter to what many voters want to see in the fight against climate change. Jade Begay of the group NDN Collective says the outcome will halt the Biden administration's goals for reducing carbon emissions by 2030. She says even more concerning is that millions of lives will be at risk as the world's climate becomes further destabilized. Like with other recent decisions, Begay says the conservative arm of the court is going against the public trust. Sixty percent of voters believe that EPA should be allowed to regulate air pollution that contributes to climate change. That result was recently issued by Data for Progress, which surveyed Democrats, Republicans and independents. Begay says deferring to states on these matters is harder in conservative states like South Dakota. Governor Christy Nome was among those who championed a multi-state lawsuit 
challenging a federal order on examining the social cost of carbon emissions. Nome argued it was federal overreach. The Supreme Court did reject that legal challenge, allowing the order to stay in place. However, Begay says more broadly, it appears the court's majority is putting its own interests first. In the meantime, she says climate change will only get worse for people around the world. We will lose our homes. We will lose our local economies. There will be disruptions to, you know, the places that we have jobs, the places that we raise our families. Indian Collective is an indigenous-led organization. And Begay says they're especially concerned because many sources of pollution are near or on tribal lands. She says that has contributed to public health concerns for tribal members, including asthma. I'm Mike Moen reporting. Support for this reporting was provided by the Carnegie Corporation of New York. And there's a new tool out there for older adults in states like Arkansas who receive Medicare and want to track what happens at their doctor appointments. The My Healthcare Tracker is provided by Senior Medicare Patrol and instructs recipients on how to compare the healthcare services, tests, and medical equipment items they receive to what was billed on their Medicare statements. Seth Buffelli of AARP's Fraud Watch Network says Medicare fraud can be committed against both the government and against seniors enrolled in the program. He says the best way to stay safe from scams is to be your own detective. People are careful. They get that statement. They go through it and they see, hey, wait, I didn't get this drug or I didn't get this treatment. I'm Emily Scott. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for sharing Independence Day with Public News Service. We are member and listener supported, heard on radio stations big and small, your favorite podcast platform, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.